I'm Shaylin. I'm Marissa. And I'm Carmen. And this is The Reframe. Welcome back to The Reframe, the show where we take TV and therapy and research and all of that good stuff and mash them into one. So this is our first episode where we're talking about the show Sit Session. Again, like we said last time, Carmen is watching it for the first time, but Marissa (laughs) and I (laughs) rewatched season one so we could be prepared for talking about this. And so first we'll start with Carmen and just let's get your general thoughts on the so, show. I don't know what I signed up for, but it, it wasn't <laughs> this wasn't what was on like what I expected at all. At no point during the season <laughs> did I expect it to escalate in the ways that it did. And generally if folks want to know like what is happening, it's really rich white nonsense. And there's no better way to describe it and that's, yes. not a, that's really what the work the writers are going for because mm-hmm. <laughs> when we get into some of these scenes and what they have some of these people do like i just can't believe that it's happening <laughs> yeah so foolishness. Uh, i love it it's like also it's a great story just because everybody sucks like i knew that yes. the first time i watched the first episodes but now i'm finally in the halfway of season two and everyone sucks really bad but you still want to yeah. watch Mm-hmm. Slow car accident and you just can't turn away and you root for nobody. Yeah. Absolutely nobody. <laughs> yes. I literally almost didn't watch the show when it first started because everyone was so unlikable. Like it was yeah, it's bad. I usually need at least just like one character that I'm rooting for. This one I was rooting for no one. And I will say on the rewatch, and I was texting Shaylin about this, um like I had forgotten a lot of world building and character yes. development was coming out of the gate. And it was overwhelming, I would say, on the rewatch. Shayla, did you feel similar? <laughs> I have to say, the first time I watched it, I was almost watching through my fingers because it's so embarrassing watching them go through all this stuff. But this second watch, I was literally cackling like the whole first episode just because with the context of everything that's happened since and also knowing that Jeremy Strong takes this seriously makes it like (laughs) yes no Carmen you need to do some additional readings just on Jeremy Strong oh my god he is kind of like Kendall in real life like yeah. He has some deep method acting That's like to disgusting. the extreme. Also, yeah. like he just yeah. I don't not to be this yeah. sounds like a personal attack, but like they make him look like the most wet sock character. It just you like the whole purpose premise <laughs> of his character is that he just won't ever rise to the occasion and like, everything about him encapsulates that. Like there's <laughs> always almost there. Always almost there. But not quite being able to make it happen. Right. Like, and he doesn't make much of an impression. And it's kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> you do. There's like a level of pity for him for some reason, and I just think that like truly the white privilege in this series for I would say a multitude of characters even beyond the yeah. like the family that we're basically discussing like just throughout the entire company is so deeply entrenched and and like so Mm -hmm. visible in their family dynamics and the consistent power struggles i again i like rewatching it was was a challenge yeah (laughs) it brought up all those initial feelings all of shiv's wedding was rough that whole section just terrible so how we're going to try and go through this is we're going to talk about episode one um, and how we were introduced to the characters. And then there's a family therapy episode that me and Marissa forgot about <laughs> until we watched again. So we're going to talk about that. And then we'll talk about the finale. Right. So just some highlights. That should give like a good. Yeah, a good, a good overview. Yeah. Because it's, if we can literally spend an, an episode each time talking about every episode. Yeah. Show. So sure. <laughs> let's just give a brief overview For because sure. it'd be too much to get into. <laughs> yes, yes. So we open season one, episode one, with Logan stirring in bed and promptly peeing on the floor in the hallway. I That's loved- literally the opener. <laughs> I loved it. I remember when I first started watching, like the very first time, and I was like, what the hell is, like, what, what am I watching? What am I signing up for? On the rewatch, knowing what's to come, I was like, they're presenting him as something mm-hmm. so different in the first couple minutes yeah. as to what we see throughout the rest of the episode. Yes, and I'll touch on it later and like see if you also noticed it, Marissa. There's a lot of moments in season one where you see Logan in a very vulnerable position that I didn't really remember no. uh, with Marsha. Specifically mm-hmm. with Marsha, which I, if I'm rooting for anybody, it's her and like Greg. Those are like the two. <laughs> I want I to see them win. Marsha is her. not good, but she's, I don't know. I don't know. There's something about her that I like. But Logan pees on the floor and you're like, okay, he's clearly confused or something's happening here, but you don't know what that is and then right after that we're introduced to Kendall in a cab listening to Beastie Boys and I mean jamming out the Beastie Boys like rapping along and it was funny because in his head he thinks he's really eating this song he thinks he's doing a great job <laughs> like it cuts to like what you would hear if you're sitting around him and it's just him like sounding extremely white whiter than the beastie boys themselves Truly. thinking he's really like doing something and so i laughed really hard at that and then he steps out of the cab lights a cigarette takes one puff and drops it on the ground so you're like okay train wreck this is the kind of person <laughs> just wasteful like it, it's, it's all together he thinks he's a shit. Yes. And just one scene you see how amazing he thinks he is or he should be his ego and then just how wasteful he is like there's nothing that he offers mm-hmm. yes <laughs> yes love it and so 
Then the theme comes in, which is one of the best themes uh, in recent television history, I would say. <laughs> like, we could spend an episode just talking about the theme song. <laughs> talking about the theme song by itself. But the theme comes on, I think it cuts back to Kendall. At that point, immediately getting dragged by somebody who he wants to be his business partner. Oh. Or like he's trying to acquire their company. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Walter, the Asian man who's in the box. That's Walter, his name. Like, yes. I was or, rooting for Walter as a whole, I think. <laughs> in episode yes. one. I, was like, I mean, yeah, yeah. drags Kendall to his face. And then I think they shook hands, but when he steps in the elevator, he like puts hand sanitizer on. He's <laughs> so disgusted by Kendall, which Kendall's a mess. You feel bad, he but is. pure chaos. I feel like they just kind of set it up like from the very beginning of Kendall just being, again, not being a finisher, not being able mm-hmm. to like get the job done. Or if he does get the job done, it's in a way that is going to end up like fucking them over somehow. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't realize it. But that's our intro to Kendall. How old is Kendall? Do we know? He's the oldest of the three. So for everybody who's like not mm-hmm. familiar about how the siblings work, there's a first wife with Roy. And he has a disappointing son named Connor. We'll get to him. And then I mean, yeah. all of his children are not, you know, for them to have every opportunity in the world. <laughs> um, and then it's Kendall, and then it's Roman, and then it's Shiv. I thought Shiv was older than Roman, but over time I'm realizing she's not. Um, he calls her Pinky, the la- the last yes. of the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're so right. <laughs> I didn't notice until the rewatch either, but yeah, you're right. So good. So after Kendall, we meet Greg <laughs> and Greg, cousin Greg. <laughs> I forgot about one sympathetic character because he don't know what's going on, child. He was not raised. No, he was not raised in this. He's almost like the writer set him up to almost be like the eyes and ears of the audience. Like he kind of like connects the dots. Oh, definitely. You they connect the dots through Greg because there'll be almost they wouldn't have to explain talking to each other that they definitely have to explain to Greg because he's never been in this environment. I don't know where he was growing up, mm-hmm. but it wasn't in New York. That's where they are, right? New York. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. And he's just, he lived a simple life and he was trying to get a job and he goes out there. So he's pretty much the proxy for the audience. Yeah. <laughs> My notes for Greg, it literally just says, aw, with like, the <laughs> <a> slant emoji. <laughs> And then I just have child LMAO because literally Greg's first day on the job, he's in the little mascot, like off-brand goofy suit essentially is what it is. And literally throws up (laughs) in the mascot suit through the mascot eyes in front of all the children. And they don't help them very much either. Like the people at the job, I think the kids laugh no. at them. Do they kick them? Why that happen? Like it's just everything. Yeah, yeah. The kids were like jumping on them, and it was a bit much. <laughs> like I would have lost my mind. <sighs> I think like Greg wouldn't. As much as Greg is kind of like our point of reference of like mm-hmm. this is how these this family interacts with like someone 
not directly involved we can't forget that greg still is related to them so he still is like afforded some privileges based oh, on he that mm-hmm. it was just, mm-hmm. like but they treat him like the errand boy like because they're like oh who are you yeah. and his mother isn't rich she's literally trying to set him up to get access um mm-hmm. yep, to climb that ladder so that's why he does a lot of questionable things <laughs> everything's yes. a power play, so he's like their second cousin so Greg's grandpa is Logan's brother. brother. So yep. Greg's mom is Shiv, Kendall, all of them, their first cousin. So he's not even like, I mean, he's a close cousin, but they don't know him. And so he just kind mm-hmm. of inserts himself in with the help of his mom. And he, like Carmen just said, is like the errand boy almost. Like when Logan is in the hospital they're like oh can you go get his slippers and it's just yeah like, just to like send him off to do well, something yeah, he's essentially begging the whole time hey could like you hear him mm-hmm. gave me a job like it's not yeah because greg also if we're, if we're honest even though he's the most probably symp- sympathetic character he needs help because he's a grown man who failed to launch like he has no skills he has nothing yeah, yeah. he's like oh i smell like a bunch of weed because and it's like because you smoked a bunch of skunk weed he's like i don't know how because yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> he was i picked up I a hitchhiker who lit a joint in my car like okay yeah, he's terrible at lying <laughs> he's never had to try hard for anything and this is probably the worst thing mm-hmm. that he could have done but he's <laughs> is this but he will learn a lot. I can tell from like what's going on. He's he's gonna learn <laughs> how to move like them, which I don't know if that's terrifying yet or not. <laughs> I mean, he's not an idiot, you know. Like he he's yeah. not super smart, but he can tell that at one point they kind of saw him as expendable mm-hmm. almost. So he does some things to protect himself in some mm-hmm. ways, which I had also forgotten about. So, Friends but so yes, <laughs> that's Greg. Who do we then get after Greg? Yeah, we got Roman, who comes in clowning immediately. Doesn't take anything seriously at all whatsoever. But he's also the worst. He's terrible. He's a terrible brother. Yeah. In which you don't understand. I didn't understand, like, why he was coming in so hard. Because, you know, a lot of white rich dudes who come in that way, they at least have something to back it up with. But when I realized how deeply insecure Roman is and also is still acting this way, it's like, at least your brother Mm -hmm. is congruent. You are just confusing. (laughs) Just like pathetic in a very unsympathetic way. Like something I just don't care. Yes. (laughs) Um, and this feeling of disgust only grows as time goes on. Like, I have yet to, like, for Kendall, it's, like, back and forth. It's, like, maybe he can win here. Maybe he can, maybe. And then it all hits the cliff at one point. With Roman, it's just, he thoughts off awful and gets progressively worse the more you know about him. I, the thing is, you guys, I love Roman. I know. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> So Shayla knows I usually love villains in TV shows. And like Roman is like my perfect villain, I would say, because he is so chaotic all over the place. Just like crude and 
just a monster of a man. But when we see him interact with his dad, it is mm-hmm. so like, like he like shrinks inside of himself. Like he is such a different presentation when it comes to He's like a broken puppy. Like, oh, thousand yeah, percent. Like he really wants sure. his approval and his like attention. Um, but I I love him as a character. <laughs> I knew it was done for me. It was episode one. It was episode one. I knew Roman wasn't <laughs> when he when they were playing baseball and their little Mexican Ooh. family was there, the groundskeeper, and they were like, Hey little boy, if you hit this ball and make a home run, I'll give you a million dollars. And he wrote the check. The boy made it around three bases, and as soon as he got there, he like he didn't make it. And Roman took that check and ripped it up in his face. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll try it next time. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that's when I knew nothing he could do. Like, <laughs> whatever, I would there care. No I don't care what he's been through, I don't care. Yeah. That's cruel. And they had to clean it up. They It was so bad that they had to give mm-hmm. that watch that Tom bought for, for Logan to that family and make them sign an NDA because this was effing awful. And Logan doesn't care about a lot of things, but Logan felt bad for that little boy, and Logan got up. Yeah. Mind you, Logan's 80 fucking years old. He's <laughs> <laughs> 80 years old. He got his old behind up and was like, hey, young man, you did a good job. Like, he was really trying. Great effort. And Logan didn't yeah. like, anything for people, and that's how bad that was. I'm just gonna say. But for me, I still read that as a jab at like Roman almost because how desperately do you think Roman wants to hear hey you're doing a good yeah. job from yeah. his dad he will <laughs> never get that and then this random kid gets it so I can imagine that was just another like mm-hmm. there we go we mm-hmm. got and I loved the comparison of the little kids like parents comforting him and consoling him compared with the Roy family or excuse me yeah the Roy Roy family like being just the least supportive and yeah. like least comforting family possible. Loved it. <laughs> I thought that comparison. They was don't beautiful. know. What There's a lot of like <laughs> hidden stuff. Yes. Yes. So good. So next we see we're introduced to Shiv, Siobhan, and Tom at the same time. They barely like each other. Well, Shiv barely likes Tom. I'm sadly in love. It's sad. It's disgusting. Tom is devoted. It's scary. Like. If that's what love is, keep me from it. Is what. (laughs) And Siobhan is the only daughter in the family. Mm -hmm. Um, And she is the one. She's like. A conservatives liberal almost. She says all these, she works with the black lady running for senator and does all these things, but like really deep down, she's still connected to this family who had, who is trying to run a monopoly on media. I rooted for her at first. Me too. I would say probably all of season one. I was rooting for Shiv. And then, like, I kind of stopped. <laughs> Season two, I was like, mm, you are not even a conser- the conservatives liberal. Like, you kind of suck a little bit. Um, but season one, I was rooting for Shiv to beat her dad almost. Um, and, yeah, she just, she is, what, what would you call, like, a political consultant or... She's like campaign, she's like, like campaign manager. manager. She works on campaigns. She, she's yeah. like, yeah. I'll call her Olivia Pope because she's not fixing things, but 
He's yeah. he runs point on things for the campaigns. Right, right. And so she you see her get into it with the news network that her dad owns. Essentially, and that's where a lot of Shiv's conflict resides. Also, when she was trying to decide if she wanted to cheat on Tom or not. Um, but like <laughs> mainly you see her kind of operating in that political sphere, trying to get the news station to stop running the story on her candidate because her husband posted a picture of his butthole <laughs> somewhere. I can't remember where they said that it was posted. But the black lady that was running for senator, her husband posted his butthole on social media. He did. And it became this whole big news story. And <laughs> so Shiv had to like, convince them to stop running the story. And Shiv also starts working as the campaign manager for Gil, mm. who also has hired like her ex-boyfriend ex mm-hmm. something so that guy I don't, yeah his name is nate i believe so nate yes already nate, running yeah. gill's campaign nate asked shiv partly because he likes to be around her and partly because she's good at what she does because i think running that running jokes is like oh maybe we shouldn't work together because we can't help but f each other while we're out on the road um but gill yep. a big point Context for people who aren't really watching the show closely. ATN is the company, the news company that their dad owns, or the news network, and it's essentially Fox News. Mm-hmm. Um, it has no, it's entertainment. Yeah. It's not, it's it's all the views that Logan has, <laughs> with none of like the real research. Gil is literally the antithesis to that. He is looking to take down Logan Roy. That is like his whole platform. <laughs> like the issues, and I hate Logan Roy with a passion, and I want his him to burn. She goes to work for that man because that's a great mm-hmm. thing to do with the kind of father you have. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think for Shiv, I also was rooting for her right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, because I'm like, oh, she's trying to break away. She's trying to like be different from the family. Yeah. Then you're like, no, you're really not though. And you're still utilizing all of the benefits and privilege of Mm -hmm. like, Star and Royco yeah. to and remind her of that like, too because she tries to act that way. She's like, "Oh, I'm not. I'm separate." And the yes. and the Latino woman who runs the ATN News Network, she was like, "Look, uh, no other political consultant gets to this floor uh, because they don't matter." And the only reason I'll forget the only reason you're up here is because of your last name. And like Shiv is like taken aback by that, <laughs> but it's like. People, they have moments in the show to remind you of like the privilege that they hold, and like you only get to work this hard or get as far as you are because we have to respect you, or it'll look bad on us and we can get fired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Tom, I really dislike Tom. He Me gets too. under my skin real bad. I think it's because of the way he treats Greg. Takes out his aggression on Greg. For the way that Shiv's family treats him, almost. And it's like, but you don't have to live this way. But he feels like he does because he wants to use Shiv Mm -hmm. to get to wherever he he does love her. But also, he's thinking about him. He's thinking about himself. Yeah. She sold him a pipe dream. She told him, hey, I will get you through and be the next CEO of 
this co- this company like the whole she wants him to be the one that takes over and then she shifts the whole plan as it happens in season one so that's the, i think that's why he acts the way that he does because he knows he's an outsider and they don't respect him but shiv has told him hey you can be my inside man and i'll get you to be ceo and he like I mean, what man who isn't from like the Midwest who has what they call him squarehead Tom? Um, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have any other aspirations. Like, yeah, sure, I'm marrying a rich, rich woman who wants me to be CEO. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh, he irks me though. He really does. I think it's just like he's doing too much and <laughs> all the time and. He like you know for me he icks me out. I, I just mm. he has no real mm-hmm. anybody who has no real drive like he has no real plan. His whole plan is to suck up and kiss ass. Is there something about yeah? He can't, he can't respect it. And so he doesn't. No, nothing bothers yeah. me more. At least he you <laughs> can tell he doesn't have any real principles. <laughs> and so that's probably okay. what is the worst thing about him. And that Greg is the only person he can manipulate. So he does as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Because like the jokes. Yeah, episode yeah. two, one, like yeah, they're in the hospital, and he's just like, just me. Like they're not even funny. He's like, oh, I'm joking, but he's like, just me. <laughs> yes, yeah. But he would never even oh, God. tell Shiv to leave him alone. He told Shiv to f off maybe the first time in season two. <laughs> There's yeah. no background at all whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and who's left? I think the last. Two like main people, quote unquote, is probably Jerry and Frank. Mm-hmm. Frank. So Jerry is the general counsel for the whole company, I believe. So she's like their lawyer, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Jerry is a super trusted member of is she on the board or just of the company yeah. like she works really closely with Logan. she's a non-voting member of the board she has to be there to make sure everything's yeah. above the board but they can't she doesn't really have any power outside of that but she knows everything that's literally everything that's yeah. happening she knows yeah and she's their godmother yeah. mm-hmm. so, fun mm-hmm. fun yes. fact totally forgot that too i did I too I and i was like is that does that mean like she is their godmother. She says it. She says it they uh, because when they go visit uh, and for the wedding, she's like, "You remember last time I was here in like ninety six mm-hmm. and something, 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 and being your godparent." She's like, "I've been bad at." She's mm-hmm. bad at that aspect, but she's been around for a long time, for at least twenty years. Oh, that's yeah. Okay, <laughs> so before <laughs> season one, so she. <laughs> essentially drops this big bomb on Kendall episode two end of episode two about the company and the company being in this huge debt and I mean like billions billions and dollars three billion dollars in debt and Logan being in the hospital he ends up having a stroke at the end of episode one. So episode two is the whole time they're in the hospital, essentially. And they're like, he can't remain CEO. Who are we going to be get to be CEO? Kendall, of course, is like, it should be me. Everybody's like, um, no, absolutely not. Um, nobody <laughs> wants, <laughs> wants him to do it. And I think a piece of it is because Kendall has had like problems with addiction 
and mm-hmm. like other issues before. And so everybody's like, what would we look like putting you in in charge when you have all this other stuff going on? So then they go to ask Jerry to do it. And Jerry's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be CEO. They asked Frank. Frank had just got fired at the end of episode one. Which I wrote down the exact quote Logan said when he fired him. <laughs> like, light duties is what he's yeah. putting Frank on. And Frank is standing there, like, after 30 years, this is how you do me. And Logan goes, don't worry, you'll get your nut. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's God, so that's good. what you tell your friends of like 30 years after you step his position down like don't worry you'll get your nut he says that several times throughout this season I noticed and that's just his way of being like you gonna get your payout leave me alone about it you'll get the money that you've been waiting for just go away essentially is what that means <laughs> yes I mean I think that's I I feel like throughout the season, one of the episodes, Marsha calls Kendall to come over and sit with mm-hmm. Logan. And I think it's it's right before the vote of no confidence, which, oh, God, that was so stressful to watch. Yes. Um, and anyway, so, and Logan knows that everyone is just circling him, trying, like, vultures. Like, they just want mm-hmm. the top spot. And or just like money. So when he's like, oh, they're all Marsha's like, she's playing her game. Yeah. And Logan's saying to Kendall, like, you're playing your game. I'm playing my game. So like, he knows all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I think he's truly very confident. He will never lose mm-hmm. power. And like, I would say throughout season one, we're like, yeah, okay, you probably like you probably won't. He will. He's like a cockroach. Like he will yeah. not go down. He is. Yes. What is that? Because he's perfect. It's because everybody else around him is so imperfect. Because he was vulnerable several yeah. times. But it's because everyone yeah. else has such fatal flaws, such huge character flaws. They cannot capitalize it and close. Vote no confidence would have worked. But how are you not there on time for your own damn meeting? Get there on time. <laughs> so mad. It, that, that was really difficult because it's like. You orchestrated this whole fucking thing. Yes. And then you are the reason that, like, it's not going through. And And Roman also fucked him over. Yeah, but he needed his brother's support. He needed to be in the room. And they knew that, well, because Roman is scared. And you know your brother. And it's because he was supposed to stand up. Roman was, (laughs) and he said, put your hand down, Romulus. He was like, you better be sniffing your armpit, Romulus. They had it. They had it. But I, yeah, so many times throughout even the first season i'm like siblings come on form that alliance like come on just come together and they fucking refuse like it is so infuriating everyone's scared because because they can't well if imagine pick you know if you were one of the siblings would you trust any of them to make a decision on your behalf to to control Mm -mm. anything like no no. it's like (laughs) not an easy place to be because connor He's like simply neurotic. He doesn't live. Yeah, <laughs> like he doesn't live is, in the yeah. same reality as everyone else. Like no. something's wrong with no. that man. <laughs> and then 
yeah. Roman talks this game about being, you know, in lust and in drugs and all these things, but he 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 can't. He doesn't. He doesn't engage in that way. He's always no. unserious. Shiv is timid. <laughs> Kendall doesn't close. So like, yeah. They no all have to through. work together constantly, and I would not want to be my sibling. They're awful. I would be tired. <laughs> well, it's like they, they have to work together, but at the same time, they're all still like vying for the top spot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how it'll does never that, work. It'll never work. They're not strong enough. No. no one is strong enough on their own because when Shiv has a moment to try to stand up, she wavers. Like she doesn't have the experience in business. Mm-hmm. But at least she can't even, but she can't fake it because she makes it either. So she can't like lean into something and she insults people. She's just awkward. <sighs> she yeah. is. They all are, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. And like to a certain extent. So episode, episode four. Is that the is that the family therapy episode? Uh, it's actually episode or is it seven. seven. Yes, I just like rewatched episode it today. seven. Yes, seven. Like it's later in the season. It's right after the vote of no confidence. So like, yeah, family's a mess. But then we find out that Logan's using it yeah. as like a photo op. Like, yeah, let's do fa- family therapy, and then he doesn't tell them anything. Like, let's go to let's go to Connor's ranch. He also, by the way, we had not mentioned Willa, and she's really important if you to understand why Connor's off. Willa is a call girl <laughs> that he is trying to buy to be his one-time girl only, like to pay for that. Like he's yeah. And so everybody, that's a constant current of like fear for everybody in the family that this, yeah. if this gets out, like you know, that Connor is purposely paying for a woman because Connor should be in his fifties. Um, she's like twenty-seven at most, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's paying her to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully, he tries to make her his one and only. I don't know if they get married. I don't know what's going to go on with that, but it's icky. <laughs> it's gross. He also just randomly decides he wants to run for president too. So like truly Connor is just not Connor never has a job. So and the, the best context no. for Connor is uh how he organizes that uh event. What's the event that they have every year? Like that gala? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Connor is loses just, his mind. He is constantly moving through emotions. He doesn't have a, a like original thought. <laughs> And if things are going nope. wrong, he's pissed at you. If things go right, he loves you. Like Connor just is flip flopping yes. constantly. And the one sibling he likes the most yes. is Shiv because he just tells her all the time, "I'll back you up whatever you decide." Like, yes. <laughs> I don't know why he loves her, but she like, does. I don't know if it's because she's the baby, the only girl, or he just hates his brothers. Or he likes to rib on them that way. Probably a combination <laughs> of all of them. Which is fair because at, in the family therapy episode, doesn't Roman just say, "I'm gonna tell them that you touched me as a kid," and Connor's like, "I did it." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Literally, that's how he opens the family therapy episode. He's like, or, or like the session mm-hmm. where after the therapist <laughs> is like, so like, why am I here? Pretty much. And Connor's like, I never touched Roman ever. Yeah. <laughs> and like, whoa. Yeah. And Roman's just sitting there smirking and laughing. Like, he's awful. <laughs> he's like, he's really on somebody like that. Like, he's. Yeah. So he's, and he's pretty much so, saying, who's going to win at therapy? Because I'm going to win at therapy. I've done it. I'll yeah. make the therapist cry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought I thought the therapy session, like, and I thought it was really well done, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, too. Because it felt yeah. like what would have happened with this particular family if they yep. tried to go with a therapist. What kind of therapist did the person give to y'all? What model do y'all think that therapist 
was going for. I put it felt like EFT. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what That's I said. Awesome. Yeah, he it gave experiential slash like EFT yeah. to me because he was really trying to get folks to be open with their feelings and congruent. Like at one point he asked Logan, <laughs> Logan, have you ever thought maybe that your children are scared of you? <laughs> and then Logan goes, fuck off. <laughs> After everything they did to me, fuck off. I, <laughs> I fucking loved that part. Yeah. So I, you know, I was like, oh my God, yes. I call him on his bullshit because yeah. when Logan opens his mouth, he's like, everything I've done is for my kids and I've done everything I possibly can for yes. them. It took everything in me to be like, therapist, are you going to call bullshit on this or what? Like, when are you going to jump in here? Because no one's buying it. But I loved when he finally was like, do you realize how much power you have yes. in the room? I, the fact that the therapist actually like named the power. Oh, it was so to good. And then was like, scared. Yeah, mm-hmm. kids are scared. Of and then Logan amps right up. Yeah, right? like he's gone. He's like, fuck you. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they have the call for it. Right? He, he can't challenge. He can't except that he might be the cause of his children's <laughs> neurosis. Like, oh, there might not be yeah. because you were terrible. Because I think as soon as Shiv, I think she's the only one who like says something. So like, I can't remember the therapy because mm-hmm. I've watched too much TV. Like I'm catching up. So I've watched too much of it at <laughs> once. And so like, I just remember Shiv trying to be honest and being like, you know, you just being the first one to say something. And Logan was just like looking at her like, Mm-hmm. you <laughs> and yes. the therapist eventually coming in and being like um i think your kids are scared to share themselves with you and he was just like nah and they have to take a break and then they never, never mm-hmm. me. <laughs> nope because wow. shiv leaves to go, to go meet <laughs> yeah. with gil yeah and to meet yeah. with oh boy in you know the hotel they don't have sets just yet no, but she, it's she all the, it's in, coming in her pants in the car. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But it was, I wasn't sure if that meant like they did it then or if it was like the next time. But it could be implied. Either way, it was miss. Um, another part of the therapy session that was funny was when he asked like how Logan was feeling, and Logan was like, "I feel, I feel I need to check my emails," and it was like, <laughs> "That's not a feeling." <laughs> How many times have you? I've definitely had clients like pull their phones out, and I'm like, "Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, this is not what this is." Oh, but your damn well, the therapist was really trying to be grounded and getting and getting trying to have like you know just state something that is giving you problems. Like, why are we here? What's going on? That was why are we here right yeah. now? And Logan was very much scripted. Like, I'm just trying to make it happen, make it work. Hmm. Everything I do, I do for my children. And she was like, you know, you have to say the next line, Dad. Like, you can't just repeat the same line. Like, I can't just keep reusing the same sentence. Yeah. She, she, she was the only one giving it to him. Because I think Connor and Roman were both just kind of sitting there. I don't. I think the only thing Connor did contribute was okay. I did not touch my brother because Roman is all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the only thing. No, I was trying to envision myself in that room, like as the therapist. Yeah. I'm like, how 
would I handle this? Because they're not just like the normal, like family. resistant Mm-mm. family. And there's a lot of, they hold a lot of power in mm-hmm. society and also was picked, handpicked by mm-hmm. Logan. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of like power that the family holds much more than I would say in like an average family yeah. therapy yeah, no. session. You, which made me, oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying like when you take on clients now, it's like, okay, if a parent gets mad at you, a family's get mad at you. That's part of the process you work through it. But like this man could literally ruin any connection you have. The amount of power Logan has is terrifying. Like he can, he's on first name basis meeting with the president type power. Yep. And I can't conceptualize what that yep. would mean. And so as I was watching that, mm-hmm. I was thinking like, if I was the therapist in this moment, would I even take on these clients? And my first answer was no. I don't have an enemy to like want to sit through this because no, what it would cost, the amount of mm-hmm. vulnerability it, it would take to really work through these issues they don't have the emotional stamina and it would be so easy for them to turn that on me and make me lose my career or them attack my license. I don't have, yes, I just really. don't, not for these folks who are like irredeemable. <laughs> well, therapy ends and doesn't reconvene because the therapist <laughs> jumps into the pool head first and literally knocks his own teeth out in the bottom of the pool. So well, that's the other thing, like that would be the day I went swimming with my client. You know what I mean? Like that's not happening. No. Like Roman is happening. No. Roman is like, oh, like jump in there, and he doesn't tell him how shallow. Yeah, is. jump in. He loses like forty. Like it's not nothing small. He loses like the whole like right side. <laughs> like it's just gone the whole time. Yeah, and gone. of course. <laughs> Of course, Logan is like, and I was about to take advice from the idiot who who jumps <laughs> head first into the shallow end of the pool. Oh my God. It just. But my thing is like, Logan, you weren't about to take advice anyway. If that had never happened, was you it? still weren't. <laughs> any reason to discredit you, but he was going to tell you you were dumb anyway. If you're saying something that Logan, yeah. Logan doesn't like, because despite what he likes to pretend like his other kids don't have strategy, everything Logan does is out of ego. His moves, his business decisions, they're right, not thought sure. through. Everyone around him is like, I don't know about that, sir. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, mm. what can you do for me? Like, what what purpose does it serve for me? Yeah. And it's like, but Logan, you're the reason that. See, this is why I don't do a lot of family therapy. <laughs> I had this family therapy session and I was like, no, thank you. Right. Yeah. Family no, therapy is actually you. very exciting because, like, terrifying. <laughs> it's bad enough. I just feel like it's hard enough to try and talk to a parent about things that they might have contributed to yes. in terms of yes. the family system. But to then, like, have someone like him that you have to come up against that and, like, challenge, which I thought the therapist did a very he good did. job. He did. Um, I was like, fuck this. I am not doing that. And that's what I was going to say. Like, I was surprised that he did challenge them. But this therapist is the therapist for these types of people. Like, he's like a corporate, they call him a corporate corporate family therapist. Um, And so, like, he's used to working with these families with these types of problems. But there's just no way. I would do that. No, it definitely had to be. (laughs) No way. They picked the perfect kind of. He was a rich white man. I don't think anybody else Mm -hmm. stepped into that space and tried to contain that level of respect. No, no. It just wouldn't work. They, they just, it's too much. It's too many layers. (laughs) 
So I did laugh. Okay, wait, before we get there. <laughs> End of episode, Kendall smoking meth with random strangers. The biggest Whoa. binge I've ever seen on TV. Like, <laughs> man just falls hard. And the trigger for this is the fact that Logan start running them hit pieces on Kendall Ooh. about him being out doing all these drugs. And he lied about it in family therapy because they were like, we know you did it. And he was like, I would never. Then later, when he ends up like... And Shiv's like, yeah, okay. Admitting to it, Shiv was like, we knew you did it. So Kendall is on a really bad bender. Um, but then he shows, shows up. up to the house after, which was funny, banging on the door. Family therapy. <laughs> Hanging on the windows. I, love I laughed so hard. It was hilarious. The saddest part is that he's the strongest. I think that's the kind of person that they want. The guy who's on the drugs. Because he comes in. Uh, no whole mm-hmm. Prince is dead. Yeah. And it's like, this is the man that they want. But the way to get him there is just not. like Through these yeah, really bad mechanisms. <laughs> And at the end, Logan makes Shiv cry because he's just like, you want to get in politics so you can prove to yourself that you're the man um, and you're marrying this man who's fathoms, fathoms, fathoms below you. He like, it's true. Just to prove some point, but it he was. Read her. He, I, was I, I knew it would get hurt, but I was like, he read her to Phil because he was like, it's accurate. It's, <laughs> it's accurate, but it was accurate. And she was just like, you are just beyond. And she leaves. Tom's standing there looking like an idiot, like, and Kendall's <laughs> like high in the corner laughing. And then Logan tries to like run up on Kendall and Kendall's just like sitting there, like swinging his feet on the counter, not giving a shit because he has been doing drugs. Yeah, Logan's just like flashing out at that point. Yeah. Like, no holds barred, we're doing it. And says, you are a nobody to Kendall. And that, I know that stung. I know that hurt, but he didn't care at the time because, again, had just got done smoking meth and doing all types of things. But they're all still so desperate for Logan's approval. So, like, even small things, like, not small, like, obviously those are painful Mm -hmm. things, but, like, they're being said, even if you're on a bender, and it's like, he called Shiv a coward. Like, Mm -hmm. that was, like, name-calling he threw at her, and it was just, like, it all like that knocked them over, like knocked yep. them on their ass. Yeah. It was really sad. And that was kind of like the it's not like the height of this season, but it's one of them. I would say you it's a pretty it. big it's one. It's a turning point yeah. for how you think yeah. like how they're gonna align themselves, I think, with their dad moving forward. Mm-hmm. You realize it's gonna be a lot more strategic because there's no he's not a kind man, there's nothing to really align themselves with. So it has to be strategic moving forward. For yeah. me, at least, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, there's nothing to really hold on here. He's not playing with y'all. He's not kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't believe in any okay. of y'all independently. He told his oldest son, well, his oldest son from his second wife, <laughs> that he's no one. He was the one who's being groomed at mm-hmm. the company. That he even address Rome directly. And he told his daughter she's a coward and that you're marrying that man because you don't you're scared of competition. That's what he said. You. He didn't want anyone to betray you. Mm-hmm. 
sees that Oof. he's marrying up, marrying you. Which is true, because Nate would be her equal, but he doesn't want, he doesn't yeah. want to marry him because he would do her. He could he could hurt her. He legit- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think that throughout the season, we see Logan just be like picture-perfect, abusive, manipulative, like parent. And then we have their mom come in and you're like, yes. holy hell. How are these kids even somewhat functioning a little? She's such a nice nasty Oh my God. And I love it. It's more fun yes. to watch. Like if you like messy things, she's very fun to watch. Um, because she's so polite, like posh. Is she British? Yeah. She's British. Yes. And so like she says things in such an underhanded way. Like you like, did she just cuss me out? Or did she just call me dumb? And you're like, mm-hmm. that just happened. And it's so- she's also very rich. I think she's like a yeah. member of like a royal family, like in the show or something like that, isn't it? Is it that or she's she just had, like really rich? I thought she had some like stake in. Like, she actually does. I feel like everybody Roman was with in the past does. Like his brother yeah, has probably. stake. His ex wife's have stake. He's trying to get Marsha more stake. That's what was happening in the beginning. So like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's yeah. his bargaining chip mm-hmm. with everyone. But I think she's independently oh, wealthy. We- also. We didn't talk about Marsha. We did. We introduced her in the beginning a little bit. Yeah. So Marsha is his third <laughs> wife <laughs> um, who mm-hmm. has a son, yeah. Amir, who is like running something for Logan in a different country, I believe. So. But the kids weren't told about it. Like Logan. Yeah. Apparently like, because that was like the Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that they're doing these just standard traditional like yeah. family celebrations and it's always just conflict. Mm-hmm. I love that it culminates at a wedding, which is supposed to be like yeah. this big happy ceremony and, and time to get together and then it's like nope, hostile takeover. Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a caterer dead. No, nope. right. Like, Everything you know what I mean? like, <sighs> is dead. And then they get mad at Shiv for even caring that it was her wedding. Like, wow, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it literally is. Like, the, <laughs> like um, it's my wedding. Like, let's back to uh, something that's oh probably God. important yes. that they're alluding to, at least to me as I'm tracking. Um, Logan keeps like alluding to the fact that he was like abused as a kid. I think we see his back marks for the first time when he goes mm-hmm. swimming the mm-hmm. therapy episode because he said something like, um, "If I would talk to my uncle that way, he would have done X, Y, and Z." And they're like, I think they kind of yeah. like say like, "We'll do it," or "What are you gonna do?" But then you see that like, Logan mm-hmm. literally has yeah. physical scars. I'm like, "So what did he? What has he gone through? Like, what? What's going on? Yeah. With his family? What's the generational trauma? Because obviously, I mm-hmm. we never." <laughs> From what I can remember, we never really hear more about Not it. Not yet, at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I but yeah, I mean, that would give a little con, like, a, not that it justifies, but yeah, it, it gives context. context. Yeah, it gives context. He, mm-hmm. he, the way he takes things about parenting, because I'm thinking about Kendall's son with Rava um, and how they want him to come yes. to the table. <laughs> I mean, and Logan makes it happen eventually, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it didn't have to escalate the way that it did. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Right. He was yeah. like, enough. Get in here now. It's just like, you don't yeah. have to be mean to your grandchildren. You don't. Awesome. Well, then like, they're playing a game and then he like hits, hits him. him and, yeah. like, and I'm guessing that the son has like, is on the spectrum. Yeah. Because he seems like, th- that just seems how they're presenting mm-hmm. him. 
but I don't know if it's ever directly mentioned. No, just mentioned like, I don't think uh, it like, is. A hard time with transitions, and they're like, he's a kid. Like, what a trend. Like, mm-hmm. and it's, he, it's like he also doesn't read cues very well because when his his grandfather, again, Logan's still struggling with, you know, his brain injury. He had a, a stroke and mm-hmm. a brain bleed in the very beginning, like the very first episode, and he's pushing himself really hard to appear and do all these things so like he isn't right mm-hmm. but his like no. the youngest boy wasn't i think he was already mad at his grandfather but like he wasn't reading cues like leave that old man alone because <laughs> i don't think he really meant to hit him. <laughs> yeah um but like he got escalated the same way oh that we just went over the fact that you know he tried to get shiv to touch him <laughs> when he was in bed he tried to get shiv. yes when he was yeah. like hallucinating or just not in it's like, like delirious yeah and then we just yeah. like gloss, yes. like that happens i gloss over that because so much other stuff has happened but like yes logan roy almost sexually assaulted his daughter <laughs> because he was so high but also that's apparently very common and marcia was trying to protect them from that because yes. if you remember the nurse was leaving crying and that the guy with the nba was mm-hmm. walking back there and was like hey sign this real fast so i'm pretty sure he did to one of the nurses um and then it won't yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> and she just, Shiv just yeah. kept, wouldn't leave well enough and alone and just was like, which on the one hand, I do understand, like, yeah, that's your dad. You haven't seen him in days. And Marsha's the only one. Like, I get it. But also, yeah. now you done gone up there and now you're coming. She And Marsha know ha- knows what happened. Like, yeah, she's like, like, did you see your dad? <laughs> you were mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I was like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I huh, okay. <laughs> it's just like, it's a lot of trauma. Like, cause for that to be a small piece, and yes, we just move past it. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That lets you know, know how much bad. is going on. <laughs> That's pretty bad. So <laughs> you look stressed. The night of Shiv's wedding, of. Kendall's still, you know, he's like fully back in the swing of like he's fully back in his addiction. Like yeah. he's doing all types of things. Uh-huh. And the caterer who Logan like fussed out earlier that evening and they fired him. Um, he sees him smoking on the side of the castle or whatever. And he's like, Oh, what you got there? Kendall is saying, like, oh, what you got there? Like, what you smoking on, basically. Um, and the dude was like, oh, like, trying to hide it. He's like, no, it's cool. You think you can find, like, some coke for me? Or you know a guy? What about ketamine? It yeah. became a lot. And so the they get in the car. Kendall's driving because the caterer dude is too high to drive. Kendall does not mm-hmm. know how to drive, for real. Like, he doesn't have to drive. So he doesn't really know how. And it's a stick shift. The worst. And the other side of the road. Like, it's not even yeah. the, the, like, right side of the road it's that we drive. <laughs> like, it's all a little bit, too. Like, he was smoking. I mean, I think he doesn't right. want to drive. Yeah. But, like, they're in a different country, right? He just doesn't drive often. Yeah. Yes. It's all different. So there's a deer in the road. They swerve. Kendall crashes on into the, like, railing. Goes over it. Car flips. They flip into the lake. Pond, whatever. Car starts sinking. Kendall gets sinking. Kendall gets out. But the caterer does not. <laughs> or the waiter. The waiter does not make it out of the car. And so all of Kendall's stuff is in the car. 
the the waiter that Logan literally was arguing with earlier and everybody saw they made him sign an NDA and gave him more money because of it is now dead at the mm-hmm. bottom of this body of water. So Kendall walks back. They didn't even make it far. Like they were not far mm-hmm. from everything. They literally make Kendall it up the hill back. and this is what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. He breaks back into his room, takes takes a bath, and then just joins everybody again. Was really going to act like, like no nothing deal. happened. No, no, yeah, that's deal. when I lost all right. respect for Kendall. It was like a small sympathy, like maybe he can get his <laughs> father. Because like I don't really like Logan, so I was like, okay, maybe we can get Kendall. Yeah, he was the most viable option just because he knew the the company the best. But I was like, he yeah. made up a yeah. chance to get. To save this boy. And Mm-mm. it all happened because Mm-mm. you wanted to get Coke. Because he asked the boy if he had powder. Yeah. The boy had powder, but it was special K and not Coke. It was mm-hmm. yeah. ketamine. Oh, yeah. Was like, this was ketamine just hanging around. But anyway, like, it's not a I regular know. drug. He asked. Kendall asked for ketamine. At the other party. Yeah. At the he bachelor party. In the bachelor yeah. party. He did, but yeah. I was like, but so. it's just like not a drug that is super accessible um <laughs> no mm-hmm. boys did essentially and yeah the next day logan's like hey kendall so oh. uh know anything about this oh. young man who ended up dying oh i don't know what happened well one of my guys said that your key card was on the right bridge at the scene of the yep. crime so or like at the scene it's of the accident Amir oh. saw you soaking wet. So Marsha's son saw yep. him soaking wet. Cause he because Kendall tries to fucking hide. Somebody was driving. Somebody was yep. driving by. Kendall doesn't move that quick. And he goes no. behind a tree. I'm pretty sure it was Amir who saw him. Yeah. And they have his key card. Um, they start have Amir seeing him. He's like, You look quite damp. And then Kendall mm-hmm. just starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. he was just like, So we're going to say he was a thief and stole your card do you think maybe you lock you got something stolen from you no i didn't maybe you should check again like yeah like telling him essentially like i hate their stuff was stolen and he just so happened to get in a car accident after and everything's all good and what a great story this is a father and son reconciling at the wedding of the daughter and sister. yeah, no like, fucking how way. Great. That was so. And oh. Kendall just starts bawling. Oh. It is literally the most saddest, like most pathetic thing we've ever because seen. You just know, you just because know he was that. Yeah. But he wanted that though. That's what's the sad part. Yeah. I mean, he was like, oh, nothing happened, but he was like, oh, like this is why you can't care for this family is because my yeah. dad will clean up. That's the rich foolishness of it. Is like mm-hmm. my dad will clean up that goes wrong because we have that much money power and persuasion that this person's life does not matter yeah. and i didn't want to bring any attention to it so i wouldn't call anyone and we were just gonna mm-hmm. pretend like that because he he washed his he didn't just wash himself he washed his clothes like yeah. he was to like hide yeah. things as much as he possibly could because kendall's awful and they all are we know in that moment that like any chance or hope of kendall like yeah, trying to beat Logan out and overcome and rule the company is like out the window, just gone. It, gone for. it literally ends there with Kendall like sobbing into Logan's arms, 
and then being escorted out. And then it's just <sighs> credits. Like that's the end. I of just the feel like the hug between Kendall and Logan is like such a standard double bind of like, yes. you are like, I love you so much. This is okay. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I own you now and you yep. are not going to be okay. Um, yep. That was like, that I was, was one more painful. me too. That was one of the more painful like yeah. scenes for me to watch, honestly. Literally like when, from the accident moving forward like the first time my jaw was just on the floor because I was just like what is because (laughs) what are they about to do because before then everything else could be considered kind of like hijinks you know Mm -hmm. almost but it got Mm -hmm. real real like it costs us something and you realize like that's how they position how much this family at least to me as I was tracking like how much this family is like untouchable and how much everything is really a game. And like even the things yeah. that hurt the most. Like this is something like if we want to scale it down to regular folks, it's like, okay, uh, I crashed dad's car and dad's gonna pay for it and tell mom that it was me. Like that's probably the closest that we could come as regular folks <laughs> doing mm-hmm. something like this. Yeah. Um, because otherwise we'd be going under the jail. <laughs> like there's yeah. no hands or butts. Right. Right. Yeah. And he doesn't they don't learn. They don't learn from any of it. They really don't. Another maneuver. And I just, that's my brain can't process that. (laughs) My question for y'all is like, you know, at the beginning, we were talking about what we're going to think about for each of these characters. And like, one of the questions I had was motivations. What Mm -hmm. are y'all tracking through this? Like, what what drives these people? Obviously, Logan Roy just wants all the things. He wants all the power. He never wants to die because you're 80 and your kids are this old and you have not groomed one of them to be good enough to do the job. Yeah. Not one. <laughs> I think is like even I think even if he had groomed them well enough, like I still don't think he'd like turn over power. I think he no. truly is like I will die here before I But I think possibly part of that is because he like I think part of that is simply because like he can't trust any of them. Like he cause he keeps wanting it to be one of them, but each time he's just like, Y'all are so disappointing in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't believe in them at all. No. And it's fair because when you give them a chance to do anything, it's it is sad. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody wants to run the company. Like I feel like that is everyone's motivation. Or like having a big a top job in the company. Like I think that is literally everybody's motivation in the show. Yeah. Marsha, I'm not sure. I think that is also her motivation, but I feel like there's something else. But don't we don't know what it is anything. yet. I, just wants, I think she just wants her future to be secure. Like, she doesn't want to be just comfortable as she's married to Logan because that man only has so many more years left. Like, he, that's he, what we said. Right. I mean, <laughs> he's not going to die soon, but like, he has all the access to things, but like, he's, he's still 80 years old. At some point, <laughs> it's going to decline. I think. Power, I think power is like the only motivator for all Same. of the characters. Yeah. Whether it's like through financial means, through mm-hmm. positional means, like I don't know that it even makes a difference. <laughs> like I don't even think they know what they would do with that amount of power, but they just want it. Yep. Because then they can say they have it. Okay. Because in their eyes, like what else would they do? But the thing is, that's, that's what's interesting is like Shiv actually has something. Like if she really would take the time to cultivate it, she could have mm. a, diff- a whole life in DC. 
She's mm-hmm. making a choice to spend more time in New York. Like they were yeah. splitting before. Connor just lives. I don't. I don't know what that man. I don't know what's going on because he wants to be a top job. He wants to be the president of the United States because he doesn't want to pay taxes. Um, again, <laughs> he's really just not in the mix. He's just causing problems for everyone else. Yeah, but I guess everyone else's biggest stumbling block. So I know for Shiv, if she was a boy, I think she would actually be the the one that. Was yeah, for sure. for sure, for sure. She's the for most sure. balanced. I could tell that from all the conversations that she wasn't trained up in the right way because yeah, she was a girl. They talk mm-hmm. about it. Because mm-hmm. like, she well, says to him, because he was like, you know, you're the smartest. And she was like, essentially said, oh, I'm so smart. But you gave Kendall and Rome the opportunity before me mm-hmm. when they got into it like at that restaurant. Yeah. So... I think they also want, they just so desperately want their dad to approve and like not be disappointed and to like show any sort of care. (laughs) And he won't, or you can't trust it when he does. No, it's not genuine when he does. Nothing nothing is, there's nothing that Logan gives that doesn't have a string attached. Because he's like, yes, he wants his son not to go to jail. But Mm -hmm. he also didn't want anything to look bad on his company. It wasn't like, at that level, he doesn't want bad press. Everything is already going bad. So he, it's better for him to have somebody he can completely control than you know, yep. sitting in the jail. So that's why I think part of me, for me, I like conceptualize the kids as I think they all know they're a disappointment and they're trying to like, <laughs> they're trying to work against it to like prove otherwise. Mm-hmm. Are they all? I mean, well, I know Kendall is because, you know, everyone knew that he went on that bender. Like, yeah. Like, Everybody references, you know, three years ago you were just in rehab. Like not mm-hmm. a not a hidden fact. Probably all in the tabloids at the time. Kendall was doing apparently cocaine off of his kid's iPad. Like yeah. the man was <laughs> yeah. the man was deep in it. Well Roman. Yeah. But I think Roman is just like all over the place, like doesn't really put energy or effort into like one thing mm-hmm. to, to make better. And then Shiv is like like she stepped away altogether. Yeah, like, but like supported his opponent and like wants, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. is working for someone that hates him. And you know, so I think they all and Connor, who even knows what his deal is, but um, I think they all kind of <laughs> know they're a disappointment. But then Logan, Logan and Gil were walking with each other and like made some sort of deal. Yeah, I can't remember what that was right now, but like they made a deal. So like Logan is truly like when we say he is untouchable, he's pretty untouchable in all regards. So, oh, (laughs) it's just wild to end it up and make it more therapeutic. I guess like what if this family was going to heal? Where would they start? Whoa! It has to be. Sh- it has to be short snippets. Um. Whoa. Um. Y- y'all, y'all, the people listening, Shay looks so uncomfortable thinking through this because it's like it's so. When I tell y'all, this family is so bad. <laughs> first, everybody needs their own therapist. First of yes. all, so that's yeah. like the first, first step. Then after, you know. They need some, like, attachment work. But I think 
they would appreciate solution focused because of the sorts of people they are. Yeah. Like, I think if there was going to be a shot at them even getting somewhat, like, (laughs) some sort of, I don't even want to say healing, but just being able to function, I think they they would accept solution focus as a model of therapy quicker clearly than they would have accepted anything that's more experiential or like something that forces them to go deep into their emotions right i hear that because second order change i'm like yeah i don't know but they have so much context we can't even i can't even think about the process because there's literally things that we need to really work through like the content that you shouldn't get bogged down in in therapy I would have to, we if have I did to. it as a sexual family therapy, I'm like, we got to balance this because you were wrong for that. You were wrong for this. We got to call it all out because it's not right. Like, before we can even acknowledge it, we got to build some trust. And I got to let you know I'll call you on your shit because it's so bad. But I agree. They all need an individual therapist, probably on speed dial, to be honest. I need like <laughs> several sessions. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I feel like they definitely need that deep attachment work. Like, they are all so high on anxiety and avoidance i would say so they're probably like would be considered fearful attachment and i think we ideally would want logan to be like that secure base for them to and help repair all of their attachment injuries but holy hell that would take and they clearly has his own based on how he operates with his own brother yeah it's clear so I don't even know where they, I feel yeah. like the, like we as the therapist would have to be the secure attachment. Yeah. yeah, we have them. We would be the base. <laughs> yeah, like we would have to be. So that'd be my ideal, mm-hmm. ideal situation for them. I think like it would have to start with everyone kind of taking ownership though of their shit and like, yeah, and trying yeah. to make repairs slowly. Oh my God, that would be decades long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like those long term right the, yeah you the could, lifers you could dedicate like i could you, that could be your whole practice like the amount of money they mm-hmm. have the amount of work you would have to do like you could just dedicate the rest of your career <laughs> to yeah. fix your life <laughs> think where do you they? think they need to start healing i was like oh, i think yeah I think I agree. The attachment injuries are so strong and it comes out in all of their relationships. They avoid, avoid, avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like anything that's intimate or close or soft, they just can't. Um, I think the person I think they still the most, want it. Sorry, I didn't mean right, to they, they, No, they desperately they want it. Want and it's it. sad because you can see mm-hmm. it. The one person who probably had the most access to that was Kendall with his wife. Like they, they seem to have the most, like, you know started off as normal and then he just spiraled because he couldn't handle the pressures of who he had to be but he seemed like he had the most like he was in love with a person and knew what that meant yes yeah um the (laughs) other two just you know shiv just refuses to have a relationship with an equal um roman cannot be emotionally intimate because he had he 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 has to be degraded (laughs) to even something and connor has to buy affection. Um, so there's just nothing there. Because he so like, wants to be loved, but he knows that people won't choose him. So he just straight up goes for the, I'm going to pay somebody for it. And so it's deeply sad. Um, they don't feel worthy. Or like if they were you know, safe enough to be that way. So mm-hmm. I, I think I would 
start being that secure base for them. But honestly, I would want them all to have, like Shay said, their own therapists. A contextual approach to this would very much be how do we bring justice and fairness because all yeah. children and families are owed like kindness, love, and safety and deserve yeah. those things. Mm-hmm. None of that, like, none, none of that exists. Like, Truly. at least in most families, you come in and you know a lot of the time families are just doing, trying their hardest with what they have. And you can just tell that they're not doing their best. Like, they're, they're, they're not meeting their needs in the best way they know how. They're thinking through it. They can see the best and they choose what's more convenient. You can see yeah. that happen. <laughs> so, for sure. I don't, I don't, getting them to act in that way would be incredibly hard. I don't know the first step I would take other than like, <laughs> Putting it all on the table <laughs> and being like, yeah. are we going to acknowledge how we hurt each other? Okay, now how can we just move forward? Because like, there's so much in the past that we wouldn't be able to. Mm-hmm. Imagine the ledger for that family. <laughs> it's so long. Oh like, my God. Like, addressing that, like, that's stressing me out. I'm like, the ledger for that would just be, <laughs> when you were born, I wasn't like. <laughs> so, what are the strengths? Of the family? Of the Roy family. Yes. They close rank. I feel like when they, you know, Kendall tried to usurp his dad, mm-hmm. he knew his dad was never going to be like, you know, destitute. And like when there's a real external threat, they all try to like close ranks, which is interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I think that might be the only. <laughs> In a weird way, they. They look out for each other. Their access to resources probably is like, and their privilege as awful as it is, I feel like is the one thing that they're all utilizing together. Yeah. (laughs) No barriers. Like anything you should think they can do. Like if you like anything wild, like, hey, just take a a year off work. They can go do it. Yeah. They can go do it. Like they have all the relaxation and stress-free healing, you know, Mm -hmm. available to them. So that would be very helpful if they would engage in the process. But I just don't know if they actually would. Yeah. I think <laughs> because honesty doesn't exist for them. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> compassion. Like, I'm like, is anybody compassionate? No. Shiv is smart. That's it. That's the only other. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's I'm trying to think of a good characteristic for all of them. Like, ooh, I can't. Because this person is incredibly not smart. Like, Connor. It's just incredibly not smart. <laughs> I know. We can end with, I think, all of the siblings care about each other. But I think Kendall, honestly, maybe Connor, but I feel like Kendall does things that might like threw them over, but not really. Even when he was about to sell the company, he was just like, Y'all are all going to be rich. Who cares? <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is not so family owned. I think Kendall probably is the one who cares yeah. about everybody. I as odd as that sounds. He's never tried to take anything from, like, yes. not like stocks or, like, he doesn't try to ruin them. He just wants things to work in his in the way that he wants it to work. Mm-hmm. He yeah. has the most business experience. But, yeah, they're awful. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we can end on that note cause... yeah <laughs> yeah um, so that wraps up our season one recap 
of Sit Session. And we'll see y'all in our season two recap. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the Reframe is sponsored by Relevate. Relevate is a team of relationship scientists, educators, and practitioners who work in partnership with diverse and brilliant communities to support everyone in making healthy and informed decisions about relationships. We do this by providing access to relationship science that reflects a variety of lived experiences, and we do that in a variety of ways. So, if you would like to learn more about Relevate and the work that we do, you can visit us at myrelevate.com for more information. That's M-Y-R-E-L-E-V-A-T-E dot com. See y'all next time.